0: Uh, Chun-Li is I don't think last time I checked anywhere near the game uh, no. but but yeah so it now it now has online <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did not even read the I didn't read that that's remember. what you get
1: for just reading the headlines mate we've, and perpetuating the news without actually reading the <laughs> article we've,
0: we've proved that Zach is a full Ron Burgundy and just reads off the teleprompter <laughs>
2: well-played DLC podcast Australia's juiciest gaming podcast I'm Zach Jackson joined by Kieran Verbrugge hello Adam Ryan hello and Jordan Garcia
3: hello I see I've been relegated to last because I haven't been I was, actually, a
2: bit. I was going left to right on the video I nearly went Craig but um, <laughs> rough my that's what happens when you turn up turn up late
3: that's fair. That's fair. I'll I'll uh, make note of that every time you turned up late.
2: I have no idea what you're talking about. Shots <laughs> are fired. Jeez, starting off hot. Uh, Jordan. It's um, it's been a while since we've had you. A Couple it weeks. It has three been weeks
3: s- weeks a month. A, a three, three, almost four weeks. I think. Little, you were, uh, you
2: were missed. Little break. Yeah, you were muchly, muchly missed. You were very missed. Very missed. I don't know. Deal <laughs> <You> with <were missed. laughs> you were missed let's just go with that how you been
3: how's the move hell uh downsizing oh. is never fun but uh it's uh wouldn't know mostly over and and done with now and now it's just little things that aren't so annoying to unpack and everything but oh if i never have to see a box again it'll be too soon
1: i don't think you ever will to be honest mate
3: <laughs> 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 sorry
2: <laughs> Oh, well, and that's like my what?
3: contribution for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> three, guys.
2: three minutes in, we've had like multiple <laughs> dick jokes already. Uh, uh. um, so how is old Banana Bay?
3: Banana Bay, ah, oh, it's great. Um, now I don't actually live in the bay section of it; I just live in Banana. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just live in the
1: banana. Wait, do you actually? But no, live
3: in- no, it's it's great. So I got a better internet finally, um, and I haven't even upgraded yet, and it's already like double what my old internet Oof. was.
2: Oh, so it's like so it's like two megabits.
3: Four, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's great. The the strip that I live on is great. You love this, Sack. I live literally across the road from a of...
2: Why would I like that? What are you what are you <laughs> drinking <laughs> right now, Sack? Like uh I've got water. And Yeah. <laughs> and a cheeky glass of wine. Look at him. <laughs> it's alright. You know. Sometimes you need it after a big day where people fight and Fires have been set in the store. Well, not in, in the store, but the, the back of the yeah, store. Completely
3: fair. Oh, Shout yeah, outs sure. to those people. Um, I've also came to learn that apparently virtually every restaurant on the strip for some reason has Portuguese chicken burgers, which I'm not against because I love those, but you know, even the fish and chip shop has it.
2: Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Can you trust a fish and chip shop that does Portuguese burger Let's just. Uh, well,
3: that's why I haven't gotten it from yeah. them. <laughs> Maybe that's the
2: only place they get their chicken from. Or maybe they buy it from another restaurant. It's so it's like a, it's like a chain reaction. They just duck out the back, go oh, next door to the burger joint. We we just need a Portuguese chicken burger, please. <laughs> uh,
3: maybe. Or yeah. is that like how uh, in in the Simpsons, how Skinner buys crusty burgers and calls them steamed hams? Love
2: that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh nice. Um, so how how many Portuguese burgers have you tried?
3: Too many, <laughs>
2: and they're all the same. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, no, I've definitely lived off of all the restaurants on the on the road that I live on. Because uh, nice. fun fun fact, uh, our, our old fridge didn't fit in the fridge space, so we had to get a new one. Mm, that's a pain in the ass. And uh, mm. we hey so we've had no fridge for for two weeks because your fridge was too too big, yeah, too big, yeah,
2: yeah. See, you just got to make that bad boy fit, man. Like I've bought a double door fridge. See, and pretty much every house inspection I've been to, no chance this fucking fridge is fitting in anything.
3: <laughs> I I agree with you, except for the point that um, right above the fridge space in the cabinet is where the electrical box is.
2: Now fuck it. Put it in the living room <laughs> if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. You can be sitting there watching anime or watching hentai heaven or whatever it is that you watch and just get <laughs> out a cheeky little whiskey. You don't <laughs> keep it in the fridge, but... It was Whatever. A, car, a car crash, of <laughs> an example. Was, everything was wrong with that. <laughs> um, yeah. See, I don't because currently my fridge is in this little tiny uh, like cage, like in our garage. Not the actual fridge we have in the house. We have like a built-in fridge, which is terrible. Never have a house or an apartment with a built-in fridge. Sucks. Um, but yeah, this this fridge. I don't know where it's gonna go, man. It just doesn't fit anywhere. Does anyone want to buy a fridge? How much, much shipping you contacted
3: be? me Had you contacted me Two or three weeks ago I would have said yes
2: I don't have yeah. a fit man It's a big It's a big fridge Fair point Anyway Let's uh Let's move away from Fridges Let's talk uh Games Video Games That's what we're here for Is it Is it No we're here to talk the about people, Fridge That's it The people want You know No they don't want that They just want the games Let's talk games. Is there a Who fridge mean,
1: podcast or is there like a niche that we're, we could be filling that we're not?
3: What would you call it? The, the Fisher and Pike or IQF cast.
2: No. <laughs> the... Does it place No. Nah.
3: <laughs> How long <What>? to call? Cool? <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: that's all right. <sighs> not bad. Anyway, uh, who's been playing games? Jordan, have you been playing games?
3: Uh, yes, but less than you think. So when I moved I 50 hours? I uh, I took my switch separately in the anticipation that I was going to play it while I had nothing to do and I ended up being too tired to take it out of its own box even though it's literally grab the switch and play it but um now more recently I've been playing uh, a rule like this so I've been playing the Ratchet and Clank 2016 2016 yeah remake yeah 2016 a reboot or whatever yeah nice been, uh, what do you doing think that. Um, it could just been that I wasn't in the right headspace at the time, but I wasn't feeling it, but I'm definitely going to give it, you know, a better chance in just one session. Yeah. Because I, I think it's something that I will enjoy. I just need to get in the right space for it. Mm. Um, and I've been playing the Spyro Reignited Trilogy as the pledges and, and, uh, yeah, uh, almost done with Spyro one. So Nice. Yeah, what about you guys
2: I've played nothing so I've got nothing to share well,
3: I've been gone for almost a month and nothing has changed with you <laughs>
2: no i've n- <laughs> I've not had a chance to to play games just I'm well, you've just been a busy bu- boy I have been a very busy boy
3: with your Kerem, b- what
2: are you been what have you been playing
1: uh not much that isn't just continuing review stuff i think i um i've been playing a little bit of uh no man's sky recently with old mate Zach and actually Ooh. um once on stream and a little bit off stream how's that um, with its new
0: bells and whistles
1: yeah it's cool uh like i think i Mentioned this in previous podcasts, but I was smashing a lot of No Man's Sky recently. So I'm like, I'm kind of starting from scratch again uh, alongside him as he Damn. starts his he, No Hearing Man's Sky Hearing
3: you say that makes me wish I was No Man's Sky. Sorry, mate. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, no, it's, been, it's been all right. I, um been playing it on PC as well versus what I usually play it on, which is the PS5. So it's been a bit different. But um, that is...
2: Other than stuff we'll talk about, that's pretty much it. Nice. Adam, you got any else to share? I know you've been uh, balls deep in a uh,
3: review game. He's been playing Eternity the Last Uniform. Uh, no,
2: but it's... Have you though? Ah, It's
0: uh, it's definitely on the list because I got to start cracking on that. I don't want that to be what drags down my pledges. Uh, but no, I've had a, a, busy, a busy week of reviews and previews. Um, the only other game that i've played is of the tabletop variety which is the the lord of the rings journeys in middle earth board game um Ooh. which is yeah a board game that has a companion app that guides the narrative and and moves the enemies and and tells tells you which enemies attack which player characters it's a little bit confusing it's not it's the the first one of its kind that um our, our group has played uh but it's interesting and it's voice acted which took a little bit to get used to um, cause yeah, I'm not used to that in a, in a board game sense, but it's yeah, a lot of fun. And, Where does the voice come from? Uh, I just have my, my laptop set up at the, the end of the table. Cause you, ah. like you put in how many hit points you have and like how much damage you deal and stuff like that. It keeps track of all of that. Um, and it's a, a campaign game. So you play over the, the, the span of, I think 13 play sessions. Uh, so it's good cause it keeps track of all of what you need to know. So it's not something like you don't have to write notes or keep the board set up or anything. So it's good in that sense, but yeah, having a lot of fun with that.
2: Nice. Nice. All right. Well, that's a uh, pretty quick wrap up. Um,
1: Cause we're boring.
2: We are very boring. We should uh, get into the meat and potatoes of the, of the podcast, which is returnal Adam uh, and Kieran Adam mainly, uh, you've both been playing Returnal. Adam, you're the official well-played reviewer, which means I Kieran. talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kieran, um, Kieran will
0: finish it off, uh, for me because that's, that's his style. <laughs> <laughs> that's my style. <laughs> yeah. he, he loves it.
2: Uh, so, uh, Adam, you had a preview that went up early, uh, no, sorry, late, mid last week. I can't remember like what date it is. Um, after a few hours, you were loving it. Yep tell us about the uh the rest of it Since then. so straight off the bat
0: this is my game of the year so far uh i know that we're only in april and there's still a lot to come
3: shadow man remastered i know
0: crazy to think uh but as i'll go on to explain the game is just flat out amazing um but kieran you've uh you've played almost as much as i have what do you think of it
1: yeah i mean Let me just say this up front, that shit is hard. Um, But I'm also bad at shooters, so mainly I've just played the first
0: level a whole bunch of limes. Did you just... Did you say a whole lot of limes? Maybe. Can we start again? Uh, Yeah. So, this is my game of the year so far. Um, I know that it's only April and there's not been, you know, a whole lot that's come out. But as I'll go on to explain, the game is just flat out amazing. Um, Kieran, you've played pretty much the same amount as me. What do you think so far?
1: Yeah, let me just say up front, this shit is hard. Uh, but I'm also bad at shooters, so I've mainly just played the
0: first level a whole lot of times. Oh, for sure. It's um it's a roguelike through and through and it doesn't go easy on you. It doesn't hold your hams. Did you say hold your hams? Like H A M Hams? <laughs> <laughs> hams? Um, it
3: literally did it's I'm pretty sure you said hold. Uh, are we just gonna have this whole segment be the
0: intro for the podcast maybe I did can we can we can we just start again (laughs) no 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 yeah start again start again right right so this is my game of the year so far I know that we're only in April and not a whole bunch of stuff's come out but as I'll go on to explain the game is just flat out amazing Um, Kieran you've played a bit so far Uh, what do you think
1: yeah let me just say up front this shit is hard but I'm also bad at shooters, so mainly I've just played the first level a whole lot of times.
0: Oh, for sure. It's a roguelike through and through, and it doesn't go easy on you, and it, yeah, definitely doesn't hold your hands. Um, so, <laughs> with our, <laughs> with our uh, very on-brand bit out of the way, uh, yeah, Returnal is outstanding. Um, I heard a whole lot of people kind of saying that the roguelike genre and AAA games don't really mix or can't really mix, but Returnal more than s- is here to say otherwise. It's, it's amazing. Um, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's a AAA third-person roguelike shooter. Um, you play as Selene, who is an Astro Scout, so kind of like a deep space astronaut, that crashes on this alien planet called Atropos. Uh, unfortunately, that gets her trapped in a Groundhog Day-style uh, time loop. So every time she dies, she wakes back up in her her crashed ship. And as Kieran mentioned, you die a whole lot. The game is a bullet hell shooter. Uh, the screen's often filled with a, a whole bunch of multicolored energy blasts that deal a shitload of damage, and you die super frequently. Uh, but you're not defenseless. You've got your, You can jump, you can dash, you find a whole bunch of... Weapons to fight back against these alien like flying bats and lizards with huge amounts of of tentacles and yeah, the, the game is is super sci-fi and just dripping with atmosphere. It's it's really unlike anything I've played. And the combat is fast and frenetic, and it just it it doesn't let up for a second. Unless you're in a room that you've already cleared, you are always on the move. You're dodging attacks you're firing back at the enemies that are trying to kill you and you're just, yeah, using all of your abilities all in conjunction with each other and using these, these cool weapons, uh, that have a normal fire mode. So just kind of either shooting energy blasts or bullets and there's an alt fire for each of your weapons. That's either like a bunch of homing missiles or a grenade or, uh, it's like belching out lightning, um, and yeah, it's just every, every aspect of the game just works so well in tandem with each other that it's, yeah, it's just a, a ridiculously good experience. Um, for real this time, Kieran, how are you, how are you enjoying it so far? Um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, it was,
1: it was definitely punishing me for a little while there in like the kind of one of the earlier areas, as you know, yep. um, I was like, fuck this game, man. <laughs> um, but uh, when it like once it clicked, I think I like I've managed to just breeze through quite a bit of it. Um, so there's definitely like a there's like a moment where like everything does come together, not just in the game, but in your in your hands. And you're like, oh, yeah. OK, I get it. Um, and it's cool because like there's a lot of RNG as well. Like, you know, when you when you're picking up the um the power ups which come in the form of uh, a few different things, but some of them are parasites so you take a, you take a disadvantage in regards you know in in exchange for an advantage um, and you can kind of see what they are before you pick them up. so like you can kind of decide
0: haphazardly what your builds gonna be and what you're gonna sacrifice for it. I really like that aspect of it. Yeah. there's the, um, the malignant items as well that kind of give you a random suit malfunction that you have to to do a certain amount of you know like kill enemies. Three enemies yeah. using melee to, to get rid of the malfunction. So there's kind of that element that has kind of yeah. a risk reward to it as well.
1: Yeah. That's it. So like even even though I died a bunch, like every run is so different. And you kind of like you get that like pachinko effect of like, oh, if I do if I do one more run, I'm gonna get better stuff. Yeah. And then I'll be good. And then I'll be good. And you, you die and you're like, oh no, I'll do one more run, I'll get better stuff this time. Yeah. I um, um
0: for for a roguelike it it always feels like you're making progress um, whether that's kind of in the form of, there are scout logs. So like audio logs that are left on the ground, um, that you'll find when you enter certain rooms, you're, you're finding those pretty constantly or pretty consistently rather for your first um, couple hours. So regardless if you're, you could be making no progress at all, but you're always uncovering something new or finding a scout log that Celine's left herself, uh, in a previous life that kind of pushes the story forward. So you, you always feel like you're, you're working towards something, which I find is really cool, especially in a, in a roguelike where it's a genre that can be pretty defeating. Um, if you just kind of work your way through and die every run and don't really make any progress. Um, so I thought that was really cool, but it, it re it is, it is a pretty punishing roguelike, like the, there's a currency, uh, called ether that is persistent. Even if you die, um, aside from that, you you don't really keep anything aside from some storyline um, upgrades that you get like a yeah, like a sword for your, your melee weapon. So everything that is going to make your run different is found within your run. So like you were saying, your different upgrades, your different weapons, that's all found within your run. So if you're heading towards uh, one of the bosses that you know has been kicking your ass and you want to feel confident going in having a good loadout you'll have to search the extra rooms to find those things you can't just assume you'll pick them up on your way through uh, luckily it, it all of the 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 layout is really well laid out so storyline uh doors that will take you closer to your objective have one shape um and then challenge doors have another so it despite being completely random, leads you in the right path uh, really, really well. Um, From a performance standpoint, the game is absolutely unreal. Like, it looks and runs like a dream. It's gorgeous, and the lighting and um, house marks, particle effects uh, are always great, but they're just on a completely different level here. And Kieran, you'll probably agree... Oh, i hope you agree the the dual sense features uh oh my god amazing they're the best use of that controller that i've experienced so far hands down
2: when you yeah, i was gonna like, ask yeah sorry to jump in but i was gonna ask i read on twitter or somewhere or maybe like it was one of the previews that this game is uh, a better um showcase of those features than astro's um so like random, the fuck i
0: think astro probably showed off what the potential was but this is the potential that is now realized in a in a full experience um so like in astro when you're walking along the sand you know how you kind of have that tactile feeling um the first time you crash the ship and subsequent times obviously it's raining in the forest that you start off in and you can feel the droplets of rain hitting with the the haptic feedback Um, so every, everything has a corresponding vibration, but the real standout is when you're actually using the weapons, the, the the triggers. If you hold it down to a certain extent, you feel tension and that will just have ADS. You'll just zoom in closer like you'd assume. Um, but then when you fully pull it down, it activates your alt fire. So then when you fire, it'll have that grenade or lightning effect. And, it's a practical use for something that I think a lot of people were worried would be just kind of a gimmick that was tacked on. They found a way to actually use it that not only feels great, but actually it has a practical purpose that mm. makes sense. Have you, have you felt that as well? KV? Yeah. Well, like for the,
1: for the longest time I was, cause the game, the game explains it to you. It's like, you know, hold it down to this point and you'll feel it. And then like continue on to use your alt fire and, I just kind of like took that at face value and just it completely slipped my mind that that was even like a feature that was unique to that controller that wasn't possible before. Yeah, because it just feels so natural. Um, But I think like my favorite thing about the um, the DualSense features uh, because like the raindrop thing was cool when you first start up the game. I was like, oh shit, it's like reminds me of Astro Bot. Like they're actually using the haptic feedback. But the biggest one for me was like certain um, certain items that you activate, like certain sort of mechanics that you activate or certain weapons will vibrate in such a way that an actual tone comes out of the controller, like not from the speaker, but like from the controller itself, from the body. And I'm like, holy shit. Like they've like, it's like a tuning fork. Like they've like really kind of like honed in on those vibrations to make the weapons like
0: feel and like audibly feel uh, different to each other, which is really cool. Yeah. And it's, again, it, it has a practical use. Like when, if you're using uh, an automatic weapon, when you hear that, that um yeah that weird hum. You know that you're mm. you're running low on ammo, so you know yeah. that you're gonna have to reload, which there is adaptive reloading, uh, which is worth pointing out. So whenever you're not firing your weapon, your ammo count will go back up and it has that kind of mechanic. If you run out of ammo, then there's a, a short little window that you can hit the trigger to to reload automatically. But yeah, the the use of the controller is just unreal and it's practical and it's as hammy as it sounds it's immersive like that along with the the sound design which is also unreal everything sounds alien and off-putting and gives a, a, a real good tension to everything like it just it is really immersive and I think I think I may have sent you a message and and said during one of the the boss fights or during all of the boss fights really the atmosphere it creates and the tension of, you know, getting your ass handed to you, but seeing that, you know, there's enough of the health bar left that you can do it. Like I could feel my, my heart rate going up. Like Mm. it was stressful, but exciting. And yeah, it's just, it, it, it actually had, I gave a physical response to the boss that I was fighting, which was, which really isn't something that I, I get all that often with games nowadays.
2: Yeah. So, the game, from my knowledge, is also part, maybe a little part, sprinkles of uh, survival horror. How um, is that the case, or yes, it's or or, or maybe not survival, maybe just just. Horror. It's a. It's. I'd probably say it's
0: more psychological horror, or maybe psychological thriller. If you want to be super specific about it, like it's nothing outwardly scary but it's very unsettling like nothing feels it really everything does feel alien and really foreign and kind of scary in that sense um and then you have the the first person moments where you step into this this old i think it's like 40th century or whatever house um that's tied to to celine's backstory and some of those moments again are very unsettling and kind of give a hint as to broader story or like a, a deeper psychological story that maybe mm. shooting aliens on the surface maybe there's a bit more to it and I don't want to I don't want to go too in, too much into it cuz it's worth experiencing um particularly when you get around the the halfway point there's there are a few oh. moments there that hit really really hard um and yeah some of the imagery like all of the tentacles and there's a lot of underwater creepy uh creepy imagery that pops up it's yeah it's very Unsettling. So it's Lovecraftian? Uh look, if you want to look at it through that lens, I'm sure, you know, you like lo- you love tentacles and so does so does Jordan, just in different different well, fashions. But you know, you might be into if it. If for... it sucks, I'm in.
3: Look, <laughs> you had me at tentacles.
0: Um but yeah, honestly, I'm having to look really hard to find things that I dislike about the game. It's it's more than I was expecting, and Yeah, I think I'm like 25 something hours in and I'm just, I'm loving it as much as I was for that first hour. The game's phenomenal.
2: Do, uh, I guess this really isn't a spoiler. In in those 25 hours, how far do you reckon you are through the game? Pretty close. Like, are we talking five levels in, sorry, uh, how many do you know how many levels are there are? Yes,
0: so both Kieran and I are at the fifth biome out of six. Um, it's it's one of those tricky again roguelike things. It could now take me another seven hours to finish or if I get on a really good roll, it might take a, a lot, lot a lot less time than that. Um, but with the difficulty uh, yeah it's it's probably gonna take a, a little bit more.
2: Is it, is it one difficulty, one, I can't talk, one difficulty fits all or is it, can you just sort of choose medium, hard, Nah, just, it's the, the one. Hurt me daddy or whatever. (laughs) Uh, Nah,
0: one size fits all. And I think as far as if I was to to pick a negative, that might be something like it's, it is for a a specific person. If you're, if you're not keen on having your ass handed to you, then it's probably not the game for you because it, it is punishing. Um, so
3: it's perfect for me yes sounds like a day at work
0: yeah absolutely mate there's a little less fire which is weird but um, no it's yeah it's it has a pretty high difficulty entry point but yeah if you spend time with it you do get
2: into a groove and
0: yeah you, you find your way pretty quickly
2: is it harder than Gun? that's the question that Buddy Watson wants to know shout out um Yes, but I
0: also haven't I'll, played Res a Gun in quite a while. It's harder in, in as
1: such as like, you 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 kind of want to progress in it. Yeah, There's like yeah, the stakes are higher because if you fuck up, then you don't get to see the story. Yeah, I
2: suppose right as well. There's so Gun, we I mean just
1: like play for shits and giggles, you know. So well, you're not as much, they,
2: but the, there are consequences, so you can miss story stuff. No, nah. no, you no. can't.
1: No. You, you I'm mean just saying it just feels uh, more punishing because you, you want to progress. Yeah. It's not like an arcade game where like you die like oh so, yeah, cool. So when you die,
0: mm-hmm. how far back do you go? Uh it's dependent on where you're up to in the game. Um and it's right. also kind of dipping into spoiler territory. Okay,
2: okay. Um, okay, okay. Right. But it, it's the beginning but, okay, for the most part. Yeah. On, yeah. Let me are they uh, punishing respawns? no or they generous it's again it's
0: it's really hard to to answer it's from something that i can say without spoiling anything if you can make it to the boss of that area getting back to that area is often made easier um so it's they're not traditional checkpoints but maybe there's ways of getting around large portions that are designed to be a barrier between you and the boss um, and okay. then once you've, yeah, that's, that's probably all I, I want to say without, it's not as much a story spoiler, but it's something that you kind of just want to experience.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, embargo still a couple days away. What, uh, if, if you had to put a score on it now, uh, if you're listening that this, this score may have changed, uh, if you had to slap one on it like like what are you feeling like right now
0: uh like i said i'm having to really search for things to bring the score down so it's probably sitting either a 9.5 or a 9
3: okay Okay. well here i'll ask you a question which may bring the score down would it benefit from a thomas the tank engine mod (laughs) (laughs) um no but i'm also kind of in for
0: that Depending on where you put it, there are certain points where you could put it in the game where it would be probably scarier than the tentacled monsters. So, yeah. I'm just thinking so, of, like, the
2: third boss. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I've got, got another question for you. So, you, we all know someone else who's playing this game. Yep, yep. They have mentioned, and just sort of, if you can, they've mentioned uh, that there's something to do with not permanent upgrades. Yeah, yep. No, I don't know. I'm not, not sure if I'm phrasing that correctly. Okay, but you're saying yes. What, uh, for a noob like me yep. who can't work out how to change these CPU fans, how would you explain, like like, like what like, what does that mean I think, in the context of this game? I
0: think what Anonymous uh, person was trying to say is that games like, uh, say, Hades, for instance, which is another roguelike, between runs you can, say, increase your... Uh, max health And things like that
3: Okay
2: I'm gonna have, I'm gonna stop you there When you say Between runs Is
0: that between levels uh, No between like Say you, you die And get sent back To the, yeah, to the so, start
3: So yeah. yeah You gotta When, it, when it's a roguelike Zach, You gotta stop thinking of it In a traditional level oh, sense I can't Mate, Think I'm, of it like um A dungeon crawler Where if you get killed I'm You get sent back To the beginning of the dungeon Yeah exactly
2: We'll say yeah So well, that's what I asked before Well that's what I was trying to But the game is the dungeon <laughs> yeah. Get out of you Like like how far back do you go But then you got This difficult you know, so for the if, it, if
0: you want to slap a label on it you go back to the start of the level
2: okay but so this so this permanent upgrades if you uh, let's say you go through level one or what do you want to call it mm-hmm. biome one uh and then whatever you've acquired do you acquire things in level one or yes, one? yes so you can throughout each run
0: you can get uh like Kieran was saying you can get uh, different artifacts which are buffs to your character as well as right. parasites and weapons so you start off with a okay. pistol and anytime you die you will go back to having a pistol you don't keep any weapons
2: okay so my understanding of this comment that i mentioned mm-hmm. is that when you start a second level if you want, if you want to call it that you start with just a pistol again or am i understanding no. that incorrectly no no okay no I no
0: i think just that. i think what This person was trying to say is that there's, there's nothing to make things easier as you progress. uh they're wrong, but
2: that's their that's their understanding. (laughs) Okay, yeah, because like I got that like six word message, so I didn't. I I don't quite know. Yeah, right cool. Alright, Karen, you uh if you were in charge of the review, what what would you be sitting on?
3: Well, he's an editor. He technically is in charge of it.
2: Yeah. Oh. A, um.
1: Six. No, I'd, I'd slap a I'd slap a big nine on it for okay. sure. Um, the only thing that I really could knock against it, uh and it's not something I normally would uh, knock a game for, but is the price point. But not because it's not worth one hundred and twenty five dollars, but because it's one of the very very few games that are one hundred and twenty five dollars on the market. Yeah. And when you're comparing it to others, like it's a, it's a tough sell. I think the, I think, the, I think, I think it's going to be a, a barrier for a lot of people who aren't
0: sure of the genre sure. or their ability to play the game. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough genre and it, yeah, it is a tough game for people who maybe don't fully understand or aren't super on board with it. Like it's hard to justify taking that leap of faith for 125 um, but how I've kind of looked at it as I played through Miles Morales and that was like ninety five dollars, or if you get it with the the Spider Man remastered, is one hundred twenty five. I, for my money, would prefer to spend one twenty five on Returnal than ninety five on Miles Morales. Not saying that that at all justifies purchase of one or the other, but from a personal perspective, I think I'm getting more out of Returnal's one twenty five than miles is not You
1: think miles morales is shit no i enjoyed it oh, no it's all right jordan already answered it we've got it on audio <laughs> we'll just claim that's
2: you send it to insomniac damn it <laughs> kieran from what you've played in the last let's just say last 12 months yeah how many games would you be happy to pay 125 dollars for
1: quite a few i reckon okay. like again it's not it's not the the game's value I'm sure if I paid $125 for all of those other games, I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. But, uh, yeah, it's I, it's it's in my head. It probably sound is it sort of comes off different than what I'm saying. But like, just because there's probably like what four or five games on the market that are that expensive, and this is you know this happens to be one of them in a genre that's typically reserved for the indie market. So I think it's just you know it's going to be a, a hurdle for some people. Yeah, mm.
2: right. Yeah, well, I, I guess that's definitely what's stopping me from, from buying it. Like I've said um, before,
1: I'll pay two fifty for a Ratchet and Clank. I'll pay five. I'll pay,
2: I'll pay a thousand for
3: Order Two. Well, so you t- you basically paid seven fifty for Ratchet and Clank here. If you
1: pay a thousand for Order Two, you basically fund the development, Zach. <laughs> that is.
2: That is a then dead you can set get lie. working
3: on Days Gone too, as well. <sighs> um.
2: All right. I got one more quick question, then we'll move on. How, and you may have answered this before and it may go on over my head, but how story orientated is this game? Is the story a, a key part or is it just like a sort of secondary component to the gameplay?
0: No, it is, it is a key part. It's, um, okay. it's maybe not as direct, uh, and a lot, uh, a few things are left to interpretation. Um, but it is, it is a big part and it's, a. Like I was saying with the the audio logs, like you do want to progress and you do want to find them, um, which in large part is due to... I'll have to to look up and see who the, the voice actor is, but she's fen- oh, phenomenal. Yeah. She's... Being that you hear sim- like just her voice for, I want to say like 90% Troy of the Baker. game. Yeah, Troy Baker. Um, She carries that. And the... Yeah, between the audio logs and her responses to, to the world in the run that you're in, she, yeah, she's outstanding. She's a, an excellent, excellent character. And you do genuinely, or at least I do, want to know what, what happens to her. It's called um, Ludo Narrative Resonance. It's the opposite of Uncharted.
1: Where the gameplay and the story actually do this. You can't see
2: it on the podcast, but I'm doing... That, Neil one of <laughs> um, nice one. Cool. All right. Well, you can check out the, r- yeah, yeah. It'll be up yep. by now. Review can, is yeah, the yeah, word. Yeah. You can check out the, the, r- 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 the review, uh, as of now. So you can see whether it's a nine or a 9.5, which who, uh, who won the arm wrestle there.
3: Um, Me. Yeah. is it
2: out? It's out. Out today. Mm-hmm. Out today. If you're listening, yep. um, so if you're playing it, let us know what you think. Um, tweet at the Vandal Vacuum. Um, vacuum also, Vandal. please
1: give us a review score for our um, little start from the beginning. Yeah,
0: bit. Let us <laughs> let us know how you loved our uh, <laughs> bit. Uh, positive comments only.
3: What? I, beat? Like I edited it, that out.
2: All I needed was Bill Murray waking up. <laughs> to fucking. I'm, like, I'm fucked. Um, cool. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> so. It is basically the start of May, so let's talk jorts and what's making our little denims tight this month. Uh, Jordan, you haven't spoken much. You can uh, kick us off.
3: Uh, Do I want to though? I think I'm the only person here that's not in the article this month, so.
1: Fair. Even better.
3: Oh no, Adam, Adam was excluded too, so Adam and I can just stay quiet. Shunned.
2: I well, I think know, we've all pretty. I think
3: we've all pretty much
2: shared the same same games, so uh, you know we're very open here at Well Played. So um,
3: yeah, but yeah, I'll kick it off. So. Uh, uh, yeah, keen for Resident Evil Village. I don't know an entire like a huge chunk about it. I've been kind of purposely, you know, kept in the silence despite Zach and Kieran. The demo. On Is
1: purpose, it, or just because you had no internet? <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
3: look, I like to say on purpose, but it was uh, on purpose on Scott Morrison's behalf. So, um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, just because uh, I could not stand the original, or the original game because the gameplay was awful, so I never Fuck finished you. it. Um, <laughs> but I want to, I want to give him a, you know, a fair. Cop, let Jordan so. talk
1: about Jorts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD remaster. Just because, you know, I like Persona and this looks like it'll be a a good game for the rest of us. Yep. Um, Days gone on PC. I thought the game was shipped and I want to see how it goes on PC. Uh, Bio Mutant. Really keen for this one. Still have no (laughs) idea what it is.
2: And that's jolts for everybody for the month. (laughs) Um Kieran, you wanna, you want to talk about biominton or anything? Uh no. Nah. Um no, I'm super keen for
1: biomed obviously. We've spoken about it m- many many times. Do you um, think
2: if you is it definitely coming? Yeah. It's definitely yeah, coming. Yeah, for out. sure. It's too Did close you get now that for $600 them to...
3: edition or whatever.
2: Yeah. No, the, the only reason I asked that is I was I was listening to kind of funny the other week last week whenever it was and they were going through games that are still coming out uh this year and also uh they mentioned that sniper ghost warrior and then one of the guys just said come on let's just skip to ratchet and clank i was like oh, <laughs> um, but they I'll spoke about by and half can, of them
3: were can like, we do oh, that like, next time zach mentioned sniper ghost warrior <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but yeah they mentioned by and half of them were like didn't even know this game had a release date And i was like don't you guys like working games I, I feel know.
1: like we're, like, the only podcast that cares about Biomune
2: at this point. No, I think uh, Dylan from Explosion, shoutouts. outs Oh, out. yeah. He, he, um, he's a big fan. Good old um, Explosion
3: uh, shout-outs. Uh, Explosion yeah.
2: Network. Um, um shoutouts to them is what I meant. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no. Nah,
1: keen. keen um, I told you I'm, I'm keen for... I'm more keen for Village after having played that second demo. Uh, yeah, so I didn't play the second demo, so... But you would have that would have been what you uh Saw in your preview anyway. Um But yeah. I'm liking the vibe, I'm liking the atmosphere. Yeah. Um super keen for Mass Effect because the first one is the best one in the series. Fucky Jordan. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Hey, I um, thought the
3: writing was good. it's just the Marco section broke me.
1: Oh yeah, but they fixed that, so that's fine. Exactly. Um, that's why
3: I want to give it a go. <laughs> uh
1: and Shimagami, obviously we've Oh Jordan wasn't here, but I' Uh, I edited spoke it. about my. Oh, you edited. It. That's fine. I, I won't bother. Um, but also want to check out more of Knockout City, because the the beta for that was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm keen to um to give that a rise as well. Yeah, we should all um I think we should all get together and play that. Let's do it. Like, um, like how we played Kung Fu Kickball. Oh, Seamless oh, experience.
2: Is that
3: way? Is that way Kung Fu the ball?
2: Literally. Uh, I am keen to play that game, but that is a fucking. Never mind. I won't. I won't say that. That's harsh. <laughs> but that early access is bum. Because how can you not have online play? That was yeah, no good. Bad game. Bad early access. Good game though. <laughs> I won't say <laughs> wow. that shit game. Wow. Uh, for me, the only one that we haven't spoken about would be Hood. Outlaws and Legends, which is May ten does come out three days early if you pre-order, I think. Um, but yeah, Village, very keen for. Biomuten, oh, very keen for. And there was something else, but I, I can't remember what it was. Maybe Knockout City, let's just go with that. Looks pretty good.
0: Adam, what do you got? Well, it's a bit chilly to be getting into jorts, but I've decided to whack them on anyway. Uh, I'm also keen for Village. Nice one. Keen for the setting. Keen for the tall, sexy ladies. Uh, keen for the Resident Evil Four kind of feel, keen for the tall, sexy ladies. Uh the enemy variety, the tall, sexy ladies. Uh okay. that first in series, the the werewolves and vampires and ah can't believe I forgot. Uh nah, Chris Redfield returning. What a what a babe.
3: Ah, these are tall, sexy ladies.
0: Tall sexy ladies. Uh yeah, so obviously keen for village. Uh also keen for Biomutant. I wasn't keen on the game at all, but then they kept releasing gameplay clips and trailers and I kinda got more and more excited. I'm still not sure it's 100% up my alley, but keen to jump in. Why not? Uh, and, Zach, yeah, you know what? I'm with you on Outlaws and Legends. I yeah, don't know how the... Cool. Well,
2: we played we had that good time together playing Hunt, so...
0: Yeah, same sort of feel. I don't know how I'm I'm going to go with the, another game with the PvE VP, but the the combat looks cool, and I dig the, the setting. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to give it a raz with you.
2: Nice. No one, uh, just to touch on the arse of April for a bit, no one's going to touch Boris the Rocket. I'm good.
3: <laughs> and i to touch curious
2: <laughs> If you're listening at home, do a quick Google search of Boris the Rocket. It might change your day. Um, yeah. Also, there's a game here on April 30, which looks like it's right up Kieran's alley. It's called Angels with Scaly Wings. Is he Russian? Why isn't it called Boris the Red Rocket? <laughs> Sorry, what was Surely, you saying? There's this game here, uh, and it looks like it's right up your alley. As, as someone who likes to. or has a sexual attraction to dinosaurs. I mean, to <laughs> dragons. Okay.
3: Kieran has as never say, once mentioned anything sexual in his life.
1: Can't believe you would make that claim about me and dinosaurs. Oh, yeah, that- I saw that game. <laughs> <laughs> i mean
2: what is this i'm offended oh look sick <laughs> love it don't you read my review list <laughs> <laughs> uh what the fuck is this fantasy tavern sex sexted. not bad ah uh, yeah cool
3: you, you know the the sex in sex that doesn't actually mean sex right
2: no, no, but I just... It was just...
1: Uh, These dragons aren't that hot. <laughs> <laughs> and there's
3: our intro of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, alright, so... Oh, there's no, also wrong. a
3: DLC podcast brought to you by Brad Dragon.
2: <laughs> Actually, there's this game one, here. One of them's uh, all right. this is alright. This is what I was thinking of. It's called Beautiful Desolation. Has anyone heard of this?
3: I saw the, uh, the, the box art when I was making the George list.
2: Yeah, like it looks. It looks really cool. Um, uh, Beautiful Desolation is a two D isometric adventure game set in the distant future. Explore a post apocalyptic landscape, solve puzzles, meet new friends, and make powerful enemies. Uh, med- mediate conflicts and fight your and fight for your life as you unravel the secrets of the world around you. It's coming to Switch, I think, this month. Oh, and PlayStation Four. This month, It actually looks looks pretty cool. You look pretty cool. Um, thank you. All right, let's go to the news. Um, the time demo has been extended. I don't know if that's if this is going to be relevant when the podcast goes live. Adam, I've, I haven't even read this, so you can...
0: Yeah, mate, it will be relevant. Um, so the, the final demo for Resident Evil Village uh, was meant to be just a, a 24-hour... Uh, timed demo and uh, uh, along with the other two that were eight hours each, the, the whole bullshit that, that they went into. Um, but Capcom announced earlier today um, that they've decided to extend that out. Uh, so now it's going to be running a bit over a week. So it'll start on May 2nd from 10 a.m. and run through to May 10th, 10, 10 a.m., which will run, you know, past the game.
2: Tidy, tidy work. So, um, Kieran, do you want to talk about Ratchet and Clank? Uh, there was a new gameplay trailer which dropped, uh, last night as we were recording on the Tuesday. And there's a state of play coming this for. Will it be? It'll
1: what, have you know ads. It's seven a.m.
2: Yeah, okay. A.S.T. Yep.
1: So, um. Not if I queue the
3: not if I queue the article for six thirty a.m.
1: Well, please don't because then I'll be wrong and I don't think I've ever been wrong on this podcast and it will never scare people. (laughs) Um, yeah. So Insomniac just out of nowhere decided to finally name drop the, um, female Lombax in Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and her name is Rivet, which is cute. Um, and they are, they released a little little bit of a new video with some very small snippets of, of gameplay footage and some cutscene footage as well. Um, they, uh, revealed that, uh, Mark Mothersbaugh of Devo fame is on soundtrack duty. Um, they, yeah, revealed that there's going to be a state of play, uh, which we'll have aired already when you're listening to this. Um, that should have had. It, is it just Ratchet and Clank? It's, it's, uh, 15 minutes of Ratchet and Clank and then an update on two mysterious indie titles. So, what do we reckon um, the
2: the indies are? If you had to, uh, I reckon I reckon going to be my guess, and uh,
1: probably like one of the other ones, like Little Devil Inside or Jet or something like that. Well, Little Devil is due in July, I think, isn't it? Or June? Yeah, so a little bit of a yeah, yeah stuff that's kind of I don't know suits the the vibe of quirky platforming kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, it looks phenomenal. In yeah, is, is it the most gorgeous product?
0: game you've ever seen? It looks unreal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like a, a Pixar quality animation. It's yeah, mm. crazy and the crazy um, good looking. And still showing off the uh, you crazy good looking power of the PS5's SSD. With
1: one moment in the in the video that came out yesterday, where uh, a character drops a hammer and the environment, like the a new level loads, and you're like, whoa. So, I'm ready to be like, time. "Whoa, some more!"
2: <laughs> nice, nice, uh, cool. So, we've also got. Uh, so, as we just discussed, Biomutant is finally launching on May twenty-three. I think. To make that up, yeah. no, sorry, May, May twenty-five. Yeah. So you did uh, make that up. I did make it up. Um, so you know that this what well, this podcast is full of. Uh, fake sources fake news um but yeah so TSQ and 101 experiment uh, they dropped a new trailer for for the game last week late last week i think on thursday or friday and just sort of showed off the world and i, I did watch this uh and yeah it got me got me keen got me very keen it looks beautiful uh, yeah
3: like it you look beautiful Thank i you. remember
2: like as we've you know we've mentioned Many many times, as you said, but I just remember playing that game at PAX two or three years ago, whenever it was, and it was just it was rough. Um, and just seeing it now, it does feel like they, you know, they have they've taken their time and they've you know polished it as best they probably can um, before they need to get it sort of out the door. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm keen, I'm keen to see how it plays, mm. and, and like and, you know just how I mean, not that I really recall much of that demo but I'm just you know I'm excited to see how much has changed um, yeah and just and finally just play it in my own home um, no one else got any other thoughts on Biomutant just want to play think it. so fair uh, question for you don't you all have phones No.
1: Nah.
2: all right EA announced that a new mobile Battlefield game is coming uh, soon. 2022. 2022. Yep, I was got there right before. I hope I've got a phone by then. (laughs) And uh, they also gave a new... uh, Sorry, they gave an update on the next mainline entry. Uh, When can we... What the fuck is happening? Uh, And when when can we expect some news, Adam, on the next gen?
0: Uh, massive, massive entry. announcement. We can expect news
2: soon. Soon. Love that. Nice. That four-letter word. Soon. What's uh What's what's soon backwards? Where are we going with this? Just stay. Just stay with No, him.
1: I know where he's <laughs> going with it. Just don't <laughs> indulge him. Okay. It's uh. It's news.
2: Oh, let's keep going with the news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that has to be one of your worst segues. That was
2: terrible.
0: That was absolutely terrible. I kind of like it at the same at the same time. I'm a bad person for enjoying
2: that. <laughs> uh, Jeff Kaplan has left Blizzard, which is big news. I think uh, he's been there a while, like 20 years or something. He was the father of Overwatch, from what I can mm. read here on uh, well au, in a report by Ash Wailing, He says that in a surprising announcement, Jeff Kaplan, the director of Overwatch, has announced he's leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 years. Sorry, I lied again. Uh, With the company. A post on the Blizzard website, uh, he just says, I'm leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It was a true honor of a lifetime to have the opportunity to create worlds and heroes for such a passionate audience. Uh, It goes on... um, with GG. Uh, Ash continues at the end by saying that Overwatch 2 is still in development. Um, so we're not quite sure what's going to... No, we do quite know. Sorry. Uh, with Sorry, Aaron Keller, who is uh, taking over as director
3: on that. Jordan, you're a Overwatch fan, yeah? I wouldn't necessarily call myself a fan, but I do play from time to time, yes. What, is, uh, what does this mean for Overwatch Nothing. Fuck fucked finer.
2: Fair. I'll pay that. Uh speaking of that, Monster Hunter is getting a board game. It is. It is getting a
0: board game. Uh the Kickstarter for the board game went live uh I think just after we recorded last podcast and it's gone absolutely off its tree. It was it needed two and a two hundred and fifty thousand to be funded and I just had a check and it's sitting on four point five million, which is just Jesus! Fucking insane!
3: Uh, it's gone up since you checked. It's four point six. Ridiculous.
0: Um, but yeah, have you have you backed it, Jordan?
3: No, w- man. I just moved and bought a new fridge. What money <laughs> do I have to back games with?
0: Um, but yeah. yeah,
2: sell the fridge. Whole bunch of. <laughs> I sell your fridge. <laughs>
0: whole bunch of pledge levels. Yeah. Uh, shitloads of minis. Some of them enormous. Uh, but it's worth checking out. The game looks like it uh, should be a good bit of fun. There's some walkthroughs and gameplays that steamforged have put out so yeah worth having a look into if you're a tabletop fan or
2: monster hunter fan uh adam can you tell me what is the eta on that board games release
0: september next year
2: okay so still yeah any any
0: time with a, a kickstarter board game it's usually about a year year and a half from from the end of the kickstarter period
3: usually keen as fuck for this because I have the Dark Souls board game which is by the same people yeah
0: I recently bought it for a a mate of mine and yeah the the minis in it are unreal Steamforged also did the um Horizon Zero Dawn board game which the yeah the minis in that are
2: phenomenal as well so yeah very keen to to get my hands on it they also did the RE2 board game that I backed and it's still sealed in my cupboard I've had no one to play with. I'm so mm. sad. Me too. All right. Uh, Super Mario Party adds Chun Li from Mortal. <laughs> 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 <sighs> nearly. I read that and I was like, that's not correct. <laughs> um, from Street Fighter? Oh, no.
3: <laughs> yes, yeah, Street Fighter.
2: Street Fighter, yeah. Uh, as a playable character. So, shout out to Prestart for. <laughs> for that news there but um all right, right to, go read that. to to can save
0: this to save the we? sinking ship what the actual news story is is that mario party now has online play thanks to a free update uh chun li is i don't think last time i checked anywhere near the game uh no. but but yeah so it now it now has online <laughs>
3: <play>. <laughs> i did not even read the. i didn't read the I didn't, that's read what that. you get
1: for just reading the headlines mate and perpetuating the news <laughs> without actually reading the Damn
3: article.
0: It. Body. we've we've proved that zach is a full run burgundy and just reads off the teleprompter
2: <laughs> oh no what have i done <laughs>
3: that should be the I like how you, podcast
2: i like how it was it
1: was <laughs> like correct it from mortal kombat to street fighter yep job done he's in mario party the the
0: best (laughs) well by far the best part is you like ah you boys thought you could get me
3: (laughs) i've outsmarted (laughs) you
2: (laughs) look i'll be honest i was very confused at reading that i was like that's whatever i don't care so let's move on and then of course you know that what that wasn't the case how dare you um but in other news on press start shout out to them again uh this this time it's not a stitch up. Uh Microsoft has lifted Xbox Live Gold restrictions for free to play games. So they announced that a while back when they jacked up the prices for uh, X Live with Gold or Gold Live or whatever they call it. Um and then they pulled the pin on that and said, nah, it's gonna be free for for free uh for free to play games. Um so yeah that that's now Uh, free and there's a bunch of games listed on their website uh, including um, one of my favorite games uh, Space Lords Um, big fan of that that's uh, so yeah you can check the full list on press start uh, in probably bigger news Cyberpunk apparently sold 13.7 million copies in one month Uh, they had about 30 thousand refunds apparently through um, their like own refund through, program. Yeah, through their own uh refund setup.
3: How do you are know, you guys you know who are, doesn't do you, like this news, Craig Kelly? Uh,
2: oh, I don't even that guys an idiot. Um how many copies did between you two did you guys have returns brought back? Um a huge amount. Really? Yeah. Like, fifty.
0: Yeah, probably, or upwards of that.
2: Wow. KB, okay, you uh, can you divulge any juicy dates? No. But
1: I, uh, there's there's cases at work where I will allow anyone a free pass to just say yes to returning certain things no questions right. asked and uh, that was one of them. the order was that was one of them
0: for um mm. yeah for certain retailers perhaps the one that i work for it was kind of a an open book as as long as both discs are there just return it because it was such a a dumpster fire that's wild it was, yeah, genuinely I've, being that I've worked where I work for, for like eight years, I've never seen anything quite like that. So that's why, yeah, seeing the, the 30,000 returned, um, yeah, I don't know if that's a, a wholly accurate number from... Like in the grand scheme of things, I understand. The claim that's was that through. that was like that's through the Help Me Refund
1: program, yeah. which is the yeah. one they set up
0: for when you didn't get a solution from where you actually bought the game. And from so, what and I understand, that the, the cooking the books there a bit, mates. Yeah, the solution from most retailers was pretty simple, from what I understand. So yeah, that's it's not completely transparent.
2: So I you probably can't answer this question, and that's fair enough when you return a copy of the game, what happens to it? Because does it get sent back to the supplier or the distributor? Or do you just got to hang on to it and then flog it off later? Or yeah, it's yeah, it,
0: de- it depends. Yeah. It's kind of okay. a hard, hard question to answer.
2: All right. Uh, but yeah, in this report here um, from Prestart, they source Kotaku who reports that uh, 400,000 sales uh, came from Australia. So that's, game sold quite well and was returned quite well, it mm. seems. Um, surprisingly, and I didn't actually even think about this until this news came up, but I completely forgot this game is still not on the PlayStation Store. No. Nah. Um, which is also crazy. I, like,
0: th- I, I think the, the, the craziest thing for me is the drop-off rate for it. Like, not sales, but just general, like, conversation. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, I hear a lot of... Again, being where I work, I hear a lot of conversations surrounding games and the, the that kind of market and no one is talking about it. Like mm. obviously in the in the circle that we're in, you know, you, you hear a bit about it because we report on it and we we hear about the you know the patch notes coming through but general consumer like the people just seem to have moved on and, Unlike something like The Witcher that was in, you know, it had its own issues on launch, but people were still keen for it and stuck with it, and, you know, people are still talking about it now. Like the drop-off that Cyberpunk has had is unreal.
2: Yeah, I think yeah, I think we said it when whenever it was, but you know, Cyberpunk um sorry, the Witcher was sort of C project had sort of come from this being a small sort of studio and then had this sort of breakout game and everyone sort of allowed or accepted these, the you know, the bugs and stuff with it. But now when with Cyberpunk, you know, and the amount of expectation that was, you know, there wasn't sort of that leeway. But it's crazy that like uh, they've, I'm not sure if we've even spoke about it on here, but they've cancelled like the multiplayer game or the aspect of it or whatever it was of it. They just seem to be cutting their losses, sort of. I mean, I know that the guy um i can't remember this one of the code ceos has come out and said you know that they're definitely not gonna shelve it um they're gonna um you know stick with it and patch it out and make it playable and yeah but still it's just crazy that it's still not on the on the uh, playstation store because they'd be they'd be hating that because surely like what that was like what two months ago maybe even three like what are we yeah nearly may Even longer
0: than that, yeah, probably. It'd have to be like nearly five months, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's unreal. It's absolutely And the fact that they've
2: not patched it or fixed it to a point that Sony is okay to have it on their storefront is,
0: that's big. Yeah, it's
2: massive. That game stinks. (laughs) All right. Uh, I was nearly going to play to finish that game too, but
3: I didn't. I nearly did too, to be honest. Spoiler it.
2: Didn't do it. Uh also press start here, so huge shout outs to to Grixie for uh keeping up to date with the news. But PlayStation Plus video pass has been officially confirmed alongside a test phase in Poland. Um, did anyone actually read this at all? So it's like is it like Netflix?
0: Not uh, not specifically. It's all of it's... like the Sony owned um, yeah. Sony owned movies and and TV and shit. So you have like Venom. And, mm. and yeah.
2: Oh, good Venom.
0: Venom is the only one that has, has come to mind. There are, you know, also good We're movies right, on there. Do you mind to the next
2: level? Come on. Sausage Party.
0: Yeah, such bangers. Baby bang Driver? Baby Driver sucks. Fuck, I hated that movie.
2: Can't remember it. Arrival, Which though. It I haven't seen film. Arrival. Played yeah. around 2049. Great yeah, film. This list that they've got, there are, uh, they're all bad films. Bad films. But, um...
1: Is this um? But the idea of this is you get it on top of PS Plus, right? It's not an yeah. extra subscription. Yeah, it's a, right. A okay, benefit. so that
2: was going to be my question because I haven't actually read the article. Shout uh just just the headline.
1: Yeah, so they're adding they're adding value to the PS Plus subscription. So it's like, right.
2: It's not bad. Is it going to be, be um? Do you reckon they'll whack the price up. No. Also, what's the point?
1: Because they don't have any more video services on PSN, I guess, and they're trying to compete yeah, but, with Game Pass. Mm,
2: but their movies... Yeah, I, it's, I
1: guess it's it's possibly a precursor to them starting their own streaming subscription. Mm. Seeing how what the take-up is, how many people end up actually watching the, the videos and the, the films and stuff. Um, Just what we need,
2: another fucking video subscription service. Love Did... That. Uh got the question oh yeah so are sony films on other streaming services yeah. like other yeah, on netflix, on? netflix. yes yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: sp- sporadically they they kind of move and shift about
2: cool all right let's that's all for the news unless i've missed something i don't think i have yeah cool all right let's go to off topics very very quickly and, we'll, and then we'll wrap it up um anybody got anything i've got one thing give it to us give it to you so I watched um the serpent on netflix which is about a, a very very naughty man um in the 70s i think from memory uh it's like an eight eight episode little like documentary i guess yeah, you know dramatized documentary um yeah about this criminal uh it was very very good i do i highly recommend it if you're like into that sort of stuff i don't know if you guys like watching um, those sorts of documentaries and and that, um, but no, like I found maybe the first episode a little bit slow, but f- probably from episodes three onwards, I was pretty I was pretty hooked. Like two 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 sort of got the ball rolling a bit, and then three I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm in. I want to know more about this. I could be in
0: for that. That sounds like something that could be up my alley.
2: Yeah, so it's about like a uh, a guy who basically robs and drugs tourists in like thailand and right okay yeah Yeah. other parts of the world um and it's super interesting like it's yeah like i mean those sorts of things always sort of interest me those documentaries but yeah this was just 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 crazy how he like got away with it for so long but yeah definitely worth checking out it's on netflix called the serpent
0: yeah might have to give it a give it a watch
2: uh, anybody got anything else? Well, mate, speaking we of
0: watching, I uh, I went to my, my local cinema and enjoyed Ooh. Mortal Kombat. Uh, I, the day I watched after. Mortal
3: Kombat as well. Jordan, what did you, you think, think? mate? Um, I'm not much of a Mortal Kombat fan, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah,
0: good. It's such a... it's It's junk food in a movie. Yeah. And in like mostly the best way possible it's dumb it's full of gore it's full of dumb shit one-liners but it's just a good
2: old time so adam you remember last week when we spoke about the film and i said to you there's something that i don't remember my exact words but i was like there's something that might uh, frustrate fans of the movie uh you know when i spoke to you after you, don't you watched get to
3: it see Goro's dong.
2: very 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 frustrating um i'm not gonna watch it you knew exactly (laughs) you knew exactly what what i was talking about yeah um do you agree to an extent
0: um i obviously or i mean obvious to to those who watched it that i they they're planning on doing multiple multiple
2: movies um, but but when I'm talking about the future sequels that haven't existed, we're talking about this film.
0: Well in the yeah. green scheme of things no, I, you get to see different colored ninjas kicking the shit out of each other. so I'm I'm not too too phased. I under like like you were saying, I understand that certain liberties and changes need to be to be made to make it a film uh, and an enjoyable film that has some sort of pacing. Um, not saying that it you know, is perfect in the pacing department, but, I, it it really it didn't it didn't bother me that much it mm. it was weird but it didn't yeah didn't affect me
2: too much should we just drop drop what it is I was listening to another podcast today and they just said it like yeah it was may a, as well fun. it's not a it's not a huge a huge thing anyway. no it's not, as it's long un- as method. as long as they don't kill Goro can't tell you that um, but basically the the the, the movie story he's is not based dom. around that's what kills him <laughs> yeah his <laughs> giant arm. <laughs> Um, he falls asleep and it strangles him. It turns out he's only got five arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, the whole film is based around uh, not having a tournament. So there, there is no tournament this time. So, you know, the whole concept of Mortal Kombat is this tournament that takes place and blah, blah, blah. blah. Spoiler. Uh, this film is, you know, no tournament. It just sort of takes place in the world uh, kind of thing. It's one right. of those.
0: It's one of those things, though. Like, I'd like to see the number of games that are actually directly based on the tournament versus the ones that are. Like, Mortal Kombat Eleven spoilers for those who haven't played it doesn't have much of an actual tournament focus. Um, neither, uh, like th- they flip flop with the story so often, and there's like multiple mm. timelines and shit that yeah but i do agree though in in the debut movie not having a tournament is definitely
2: a decision well they talk about it it's yes. like they like they talk about this tournament and then like there is no tournament kind of thing so it's just it's just when I, like to me i didn't really care like and i know that that's a thing that some people are uh annoyed about yeah but, um otherwise it was a yeah, pretty good film i
1: like how like in the context of Mortal Kombat, you cannot have a tournament and still have a movie where the characters, like, tear each other apart. But, like, if they did that with Dead or Alive, if they made a movie with no tournament, everyone would just be, like, going to the beach, going shopping, working on construction <laughs> playing sites, volleyball.
3: That's playing that's volleyball. That would <laughs> be an even better oh, movie. Fuck yeah. Jan Lee, <laughs> my, my boy. Love that. Not, not chun oh. Lee who was kept out of Mortal Kombat.
2: But now she's in Mario Party, so... <laughs> See, how. Let's let's just let's just put a stop here. How come when I fuck up, we we like we can't go back and do a retake?
3: Because their retake was a bit. Yeah, I know, but I was just trying. To. And what are you talking about? We redo the intro all the time.
2: That doesn't count. Welcome to the world, planet. <laughs> <laughs> you just went for the outro, mate. fish.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, all
2: right. Kieran, you got anything off topics?
1: No. Nice. No, no. everything I've watched has been anime. Nobody cares. Fair. Oh, no, wait, Jordan's here. Hello, Jordan. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Maybe
2: he's not here. He's not
0: (laughs) here. We imagined him.
2: All right, before we go. No, it's at the very, very end. No one's probably listening. Everyone's probably tuned out. Don't blame them. I'll give a quick, uh, very, very, very quick. I don't want to hear about it. Update on the well-played Open Critic Challenge. So, uh, so big shout-outs to Jamie Penang for the uh, ladder because he's done an absolute cracking job. So... Biggest of shout outs to him. Uh, but Ryan Betson from The Pop Culturist is on five points in number one. That's ridiculous. It's amazing that we're, what, maybe four or five games in, I think, and he is still, he's still only got five points. Yeah, that's insane. What an effort. That's, uh, that is finger on the pulse type stuff. Put your bets on Ryan. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like that. Big fan. Uh, place number two, we got Paul Mileski uh, at 14 points. So there's a nine point gap there. Uh, he jumped up up eight. Yeah, he jumped up eight places to get into second. Then we got old Zaki Reardon from Well Played on sixteen points. He jumped up twenty places, <laughs> uh, and ooh, nailed it. So there's a bit of movement here, um, but Adam, you've uh, I try. I'm just trying to find you, mate. You're at eighteen. Yeah, eighteenth. Um, twenty eight. You dropped five. I figure like you
0: want there to be some difference between this this time around and last and people probably got sick of seeing my name right up at the top so i'm just trying Don't to think so. trying to mix things up a bit you
2: know keep things fresh so of uh shut up <laughs> i'm on 26 points I'm, a, I'm i'm in 16th but i feel like uh returnal based on our based on our chat like that that's gonna that's gonna be painful for me with my 77 prediction oh yeah yeah that ain't gonna um, that ain't gonna fly I,
1: um i dropped 23 places i'm very upset about that
2: holy yeah. shit where are you yeah, sitting yeah you're on 30 points well you're uh you're 91 odd world and yeah <laughs> fuck oh, that's right yeah and I'll tell you what I'll give one last quick uh, shout out tell you who will hate this Kieran Stockton always reckons he is like bang on he reckons he's got you know he he knows what's up he's on 34 points sitting in 25th place so suck it yeah, he's got to be salty um, about that fucking Azza again loves being the anchor <laughs> last place 65 points <laughs> what a Harry, 35 points i mean sorry f- 55 points in a 35th spot duds all right um <laughs> sweet thank you for listening to this week's episode of the well played dlc podcast uh, if you want to check out adam's return review go to www.well-played.com.au there's a very cool piece out on um the australian charity uh generosity that i did this week that's up there uh kieran's got Nothing, I don't think. I don't think I that's have not, anything. That's not very this week. nice to say about him. This week. Uh Jordan. I got the podcast this week. Yeah, the podcast this week. Have and a read of uh, my,
0: my Apex preview as well, if you could. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Adams.
2: Oh yeah, we didn't even speak about that.
0: Nah, I know you didn't want to listen to me shit on about it, so I didn't even bring it up.
2: I could I yeah, could fair. I could feel your eyes rolling. Oh mate. This is the thought of Apex makes me want to go to sleep. So um yeah, there's Adam's preview there. He got to spend... How long did you get to spend? Half the fucking day, mate. I, I played a lot Half of Apex. Half the day. Uh, going hands-on with the new season. Got to speak to the developers. Uh, it's all in there in a, in a, in a juicy little preview. Uh, I dropped the first episode of the Made in Australia podcast. Nearly fucked that up. Uh, that's out now. Uh, the article is coming. It's all on the website. Check it out. Have a good time with it. Treat yourself over the weekend. Uh, tell us what what you think of Ratchet and Clank. And uh, have a good one. Bye.
3: Ciao.
0: See ya.